Okay, welcome to the Lesbian Podcast. I'm Jay Church. And this is Charlie. And it's been a busy weekend with Valentine's Day and everything, which, you know what that means. Pillow fight's over. What'd you think of it? I thought it was really fun. I don't know, it was like, I thought, I was running over there and I thought it was almost over, but um, people kept going like half an hour adding, you know, more pillows to the pillow fight, more feathers. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like snow everywhere, but it was actually feathers. San Francisco snow. (laughs) Our version. Our version of snow, yeah. Yeah, so we actually took video of the pillow fight. Um, for those of you who either didn't go or aren't local enough to go see it, um, you can check it out at www.thelesbianpodcast, and Charlie's there to show you the ropes. <laughs> and get hit by multiple pillows. <laughs> you were kind of an easy target. Big well, head. What big, head. <laughs> big head. <laughs> so how was your Valentine's Day? It was good. I had a relaxing... Well, actual Valentine's Day I was working, but um, on Sunday... I went with a special someone to Kabuki Hot Springs, which is located in Japantown in San Francisco. And they have hot baths, and you can relax and walk around naked and chill out for the day. Sounds nice. Yeah, it's very relaxing. I went to a cock block Saturday night. How was that? It was was packed. It was a bunch of people that um, I really never see. I think a lot of people came in to the city. Maybe Did because you it see was a lot of couples? Um, yeah, there were a lot of couples. A lot of people dressed up more than you normally already go out in San Francisco. What were they wearing? Mm. Or not wearing? <laughs> uh, just dressed up, like, you know, dresses. They probably went out to dinner and then Oh, came. dressy. Yeah, dressy, not like dressed in costume. I know, you have to differentiate in this city. Yeah. <laughs> um, so many costume parties. Totally. Yeah, no, this isn't a costume party, but we did manage to, you know, take a bunch of pictures and just a good time. Cockblock's one of my favorite parties, so... I do like cockblock. I didn't think a lot of people would go because it's, you know, special day. Yeah. So. No, it was packed. It was a pretty good crowd. Awesome. All right, so we got a good show for you today. In addition to the news and rumors we normally bring you, we're also going to be previewing Joelle's new dating show called You Haul It. So you'll want to stick around for that later on in the show. All right, let's get to the news. Cue News. All right, so sticking with the post-Valentine's Day theme, I thought we should mention how some people in China, or gay and lesbian couples in China, perceive Valentine's Day. And China Daily reported that uh, several gay couples line the streets of Qinmen Street in Beijing to pose for photos because they view it not only as a day of love and acceptance of relationships and stuff that we traditionally see here, um, but also as a way to campaign for equal rights for gays in the country and society in general. So I thought that was interesting. Was this year the first time? I don't know if it was the first time. Um, They didn't really have an article to go with it. It was just a lot of pictures. And most of the pictures, um, it was like, you know, the women were wearing bride's gowns or bridal gowns. Like the men were in tuxedos. It was really cute. I mean, it looked straight out of San Francisco, but with China in the background. Yeah. Well, San Francisco's (laughs) full of Chinese people, too. Yeah. (laughs) Just not 100% Chinese. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, the, the locations and surrounding the stuff. But, yeah, I, I think that's really neat because, you know, a lot of people, or at least a, a lot of people view China as being very unable to protest because, well, they are. They're somewhat repressed. 
So I think this is like a good step forward that people are feeling um, empowered enough to go out and speak out for what they, the rights that they feel they're not getting. And then also um, around the same time, I thought we should mention that it's the five-year anniversary of the first gay marriage that was um, performed in San Francisco. Um, the anniversary is actually on February 12th, so it was a few days ago, but the first marriage was between the Del- lesbian couple. Yeah, the uh, longtime lesbian activist Phyllis, Phyllis Lyon and Del Martin. So we should mention that since you know Del Martin passed away earlier this yeah. year. And then in keeping with the marriage theme, um, I know I've been talking a lot about DOMA in the last few episodes because I feel like it's really important that it gets overturned. Um, And it seems that the tides are starting to change. Um, Recently, a federal judge from the Ninth Circuit Court, which is the circuit that involves California, it's the Court of Appeals, um, Judge Stephen Reinhart took a swipe at DOMA by declaring it unconstitutional. And his remarks were made in regards to an internal complaint that was filed by a Ninth Circuit federal employee. So the downside to this is that the the scope of its reach is kind of limited only to federal employees of the Ninth Circuit. But on the alternative, it's it's a powerful statement from someone in such a high position. And I think in addition to the other people like Obama and the senator that replaced Hillary Clinton, it's just one more person who's jumping on the anti-DOMA or the the repeal of DOMA bandwagon. So I think it kind of signals a, a turn in the tide of momentum towards rights that we want. And he was actually quoted as saying that uh, he believes DOMA violates the Fifth Amendment, which is the guarantee for the due process of the law. And he goes on to say that there's no rational basis for denying benefits to same-sex spouses. So I think it's really positive. And that's it for Q News. All right, so let's go on to Rainbow Rumors. Rainbow Rumors! Hey, Jay Church, did you catch up on all your L Word episodes? I think I'm caught up on them all. Hmm. I finally got caught up with all the episodes, and I think I was talking about the last episode. The rumor was that Nikki Stevens wanted to kill Jenny. Well, I figured out every episode, they're basically pointing the finger at somebody um, saying that they want to kill Jenny Schechter. Because in one of the episodes, Nikki wants to kill Jenny for dumping her. In another episode, Alice wants to kill Jenny for stealing her treatment for a screenplay. Yeah. And then there was one where Tina wanted to kill Jenny for stealing the lay girl's negatives. So, so they're just basically passing the blame around. Right. So just don't know who Building up the plot. Building it up to the climax. I think Jenny commits suicide. I think it was an accidental death. Maybe yeah. someone wanted her out of the picture and drugged her somehow, and she died swimming with drugs in her system. Mm. Are you a writer That's for my the show? rumor. <laughs> <laughs> no. And all of a sudden, Charlie made an appearance and slipped <laughs> roofies into her drink. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um. So I'm all caught up on the L word, but I think there's only three more episodes or four more episodes. Yeah, it's wrapping up. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a shorter season this this last season. So. Or fortunately. I'm ready for it to be over. Are you over it? Yeah. I don't think... I don't know. The storylines this season... No. It's been bad the last two seasons. It looks like say. they ripped off a UK tabloid and Jerry Springer 
and took all the storylines they could find that related to gay people and threw them down for the plot of this season. But I think as much as lesbians love to complain about how bad it's gotten, we're going to be really sad once it's over. Oh, no, I totally There's agree. nothing to talk about. There's I'm, nothing to talk shit about. <laughs> <laughs> and lesbians do have to talk shit. Exactly. No, I mean, if my choice is not having a lesbian show or having one, I definitely would rather have one. Mm-hmm. I just think compared to, like, the other seasons, this is my least favorite. What about comic books? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Do you? Uh-huh. That one? Yeah. That woman's supposed to be a lesbian. I know. I think that's great. So her identity is Kate Kane, and she's a lesbian socialite. And she used to date a lesbian former police detective. So they're starting up um, DC, which is which stands for Detective Comics. Um, they're starting up like a new storyline with Batwoman, and you know she's she's their first lesbian superhero. That's awesome. Hopefully, it gets made into a movie like Batman. Yeah, who would you want to play Batwoman? I mean, Angelina Jolie, I think, would be an obvious choice. She's already done Tomb Raider. I know, that's why I think she'd be an obvious choice. Mm, she's in I, the genre. I want someone else. I mean, she's not my favorite actress, but I think she would probably get picked. I think Megan Fox should do it. Oh, yeah, Megan Fox, for sure. The for new sure. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, totally. Oh, and also, over Valentine's Day weekend, do you know who Susie Orman is? The financial guru? Yes. She has her own show, and um, she took a little bit time out of her show to speak out against Prop 8. And um, rumor is that she wants to wed her longtime partner, Kathy Travis, who's a co-producer on her show. Hmm. Um, apparently, they've been dating for seven years, and uh, she came out in a New York Times magazine interview in 2007 saying that this is her partner and that um, she's never been with a man in her life before and she's a 55 year old virgin gold star (laughs) it's a rarity that is but um, I thought it was really cool that she took time out from her show to talk about you know how sad it is that California passed Prop 8 and I think Florida also passed a similar proposition as well. So yeah, there are a couple states. I don't remember exactly which ones now. Bad lesbian. Bad lesbian. But yeah, I think there was three, and then there was the Arkansas decision that made it illegal to adopt. Right. And do you? I'm I'm sure you know who Pink is. Uh yeah yeah. So every good lesbian knows that she's gay. Oh, we've known queer, for a long time at least. And her cover is that she married Carrie Hart who's like a BMX guy did someone come out recently and say that she was gay why is she back in the news on PerezHilton.com there was a picture of her leaving a restaurant with a dyke in Soho in New York City on Wednesday huh interesting I think I've seen pictures of her with a dyke since her and Carrie split too like a long time ago they split I think a year ago yeah and I think there was pictures that came out right after the split but then, you know, they have to remain friends so she can kind of keep her... Right. It's not really a rumor, I guess, because everyone already knows that she's queer. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, have you been catching up on Top Chef? Uh, I have. I haven't watched I, it as I much. Haven't, I haven't caught up 
to all the episodes, but I was wondering how Jamie's doing on it. Well, Jamie's off, and I haven't really watched it as much since. She got kicked off? Yeah, she got kicked off during um, this episode where they went to a restaurant, and this guy makes really simple food. I guess that's what he's known for, is making simple food. And everybody on that show was going on and on about how wonderful the guy was. And I was kind of amused because Jamie, in total San Francisco fashion, was the only one who was like not buying into it. She was just like, um, this food kind of bores me. <laughs> I was like, way to have the balls to like not kiss his ass, you know? If the food yeah. sucks or it bores you, like, way to just say it. And um, so I was like kind of cheering her on, but yeah, she ended up getting cut. Aww. Maybe because the guy knew that uh, the food bored her, I don't know. Because <laughs> she was too honest. You never know. I mean, it is TV, so. But. Now, are you going to keep watching Top Chef? Oh, I don't watch it as regularly. I don't think I've seen it since then. Hmm. It's not as interesting with all the, you know, gays cut off from the grand prize. Right. I think she might be doing something coming up in the future, though, so maybe we can keep our eye out for that. Let's look out for Jamie Warren. <laughs> and that's all we have for Rainbow Rumors. So, hey, Charlie, um, I was wondering, how's your Ask Charlie section on the website going? Oh, I like it. It's a new segment that we have on the website, and... I've been getting a lot of mail about, you know, ask people asking for love advice. So I was thinking maybe we should do one on the air. Sure. Okay. So this person wrote in and said, I have been with my partner for almost a year. My longest relationship ever. And I started to feel a little tied down. Before when I felt like running away screaming, I would, but I really love this girl. I find that the conflicting emotions are getting in the way of everything. I'm feeling bogged. I don't want to lose her, but at the same time, I feel way over my head. I'm not used to the whole commitment thing. Help. Hmm. So what do you have to say to that person? I understand that being in a relationship that has exceeded your other relationships can be scary and daunting. You're probably not used to these feelings because you've never faced this before. It's a good sign that you know you love her and don't want to lose her. This tells me you're willing to stay with her and work things out. I would ask myself... What exactly am I scared of? Are you worried that things are too good to be true and that it may end? These feelings are completely normal and they're what keeps our relationship in check. It's good to question things once in a while. Bring it up with your partner and express your insecurities. Communication is key and will show her that you love her and value the relationship you're both in. You might be surprised to find out that she has insecurities as well. And who knows, this may take your bond with your partner even stronger. So keep your heart open. And that was my advice to this person that um, didn't sign it. So we're going to keep their she anonymous. <laughs> I think that's good advice. I think a lot of people go through the same thing. Like kind of get cold feet or whatnot. Especially if it's the first time you've been in a long relationship. Right. So if any other listeners out there have questions about their love life or their quote-unquote friends love life um, <laughs> feel free to check out our website it's worldwide web the lesbian um i'd love to hear from you and i'd actually really love to hear from people who have already sent in questions and i've answered i want to know you know the progress that you're making and if my advice is helping yeah, ask Charlie. She's like the best lesbian friend you've always wanted without all the drama. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so coming up, we have our new segment that we're really excited about. 
It's actually sponsored by Minx Bar, which is located at 827 Sutter Street, so you're going to want to check that out. And it's a new dating show called You Haul It. And take it away, Joelle. Why don't you explain it? All right. So have you guys ever seen the old-fashioned dating show called The Dating Game or Singled Out? It's basically like that. We're going to have one girl sitting behind a screen and then three girls are here that are going to be answering questions and trying to figure out if they're compatible with her or not. She's going to pick one and we're going to record it, but we're not going to tell you today who that person is. And we want you to log on to our website at www.thelesbianpodcast.com and vote for who you think is the most compatible. And if you vote for the same person that she picks, then we will pay for the date. So um, here we go. Okay, so our blind date is Ace, and she works for a nonprofit organization and is a proud member of Dykes on Bikes. She made her pilgrimage to the gay mecca from New York City and now calls SF home sweet home. She's a Gemini and, co- and consequently likes women who are complex. If you want to catch her eye, you got to have a mixture of smarts and sass, modesty and sex appeal, humor, compassion, and a sense of adventure. Ace, say hi to the ladies. Hi, ladies. Okay. Contestant number one is a freelance photo producer and Photoshop artist by day and a closet short story writer by night. She has a Midwestern sensibility but escaped to the West Coast to be with like-minded people. She can play piano by ear, cook most everything from scratch, and keep friends almost closer than family. She she is turned off by anyone lacking independence or an open frame of mind. She loves creative girls with an edgy sense of humor who have hopefully read a book or lived some life without taking anything too seriously. Say hi, contestant number one. Hi. (laughs) Contestant number two is a hairstylist and a student at SF State. She lives in the Mission District and digs riding her bike all over the city, hanging out with friends in Dolores Park on sunny days, and frequenting local cafes. Her one completely irrational girly fear is spiders, but she is also kind of terrified of mayonnaise. She loves women who are fiercely independent with a rockin' sense of style. What drives her crazy about women is their need to overanalyze everything, but she hearts them anyway. Say hello, contestant number two. Hello, Ace. All right, contestant number three is a secretary on the trade floor of a financial firm. For fun, she likes to make short movies with her friends. Her first video project was screened in a handful of local international film festivals. She believes she has a curse where every girl she meets and likes either lives in another state or is about to move somewhere. She's hoping to meet someone on the same page who isn't going to want to move too fast, but isn't commitment phobic either. Say hello, contestant number three. Hello. All right, Ace, so you have some questions? I do. All right. Um, hi, ladies. Uh, so, contestant number two, why don't you describe yourself to me? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, describe myself. Uh, shit. I don't want that question. <laughs> All right, question <laughs> number three, why don't you describe yourself to me? Um, I'm from the Philippines. I grew up in the Bay Area, and I grew up in the country and on the coast side. Um, things on my mind right now is getting a tattoo on my side and planning a round-the-world trip in a few years. Um, I'm petite and curvy, and 
I don't know. What Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So contestant number one. Contestant number two, I'll give you more time to think. Thanks. Contestant number one, why don't you go ahead and describe yourself in a couple sentences? Okay, I'm the only daughter of a French mother and a Swedish father. I'm from the Midwest. I moved here about 10 years ago, and I'm starting my own business as a, as a photo producer, putting together fabulous photo shoots. I'm an avid reader. I'm kind of funny, a little nervous right now. My ears are really hot, so I have to like, kind of just sit back and relax, but... Um, Things will get better as we move forward. <laughs> Great. And contestant number two. Okay, sorry. I just felt like they kind of just described me in my little bio. So uh, <laughs> I've lived in uh, San Francisco for about seven years now. Um, I just got back from studying in London for a year. So I'm kind of getting uh, reoriented with the city. It's kind of cool. I feel like I'm a, a tourist in my own land. Um, and uh, other than that, um, I don't know. Great. Thank you. Um, all right, so contestant number one. Do people tell you you look like any celebrity, and if so, who? Yes, they do. I frequently hear, sorry, I frequently hear Madonna when she was young, Juliette Lewis, and uh, there was someone else, but I forgot. Isabella Rossellini, that was big in high school. Not so much anymore. Hmm. Um, all right, uh, contestant number three. Um, why don't you give me three adjectives to describe yourself? Three adjectives. Um, adventurous, independent, and enigmatic. Mm. Um, and uh, contestant number two, will you give me uh, three adjectives to describe yourself? Um, I'll go with feisty, creative, and um, I can't use independent. She already stole it. Uh, um, mm. Yeah. Arts artistic. Great. Um let's see here. Contestant number one, what do you consider your best feature? I have really beautiful blue eyes. Great. Um and I guess contestant number two, why don't you tell me what do you think your um best physical feature is? My rock and hair. You're the hairstylist, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I sense. do say so, right? Um, contestant number three, why don't you tell me what you think your best physical feature is? Um, my hips. Curvy. Great. Solid. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Birth and hips. No, I don't know. Wow. You sure know how to, how to turn on a girl behind the screen. Um, That's right. Okay. Well, then, uh, since we're going there, um, contestant number two, what kind of underwear are you wearing? Describe it to me. <laughs> Um, they're black and uh, they're kind of the kind of boy shorts that give you like you know ass cleavage. <laughs> Can I say ass? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> then um, contestant number three. Um, what's a pet peeve of yours in our relationship? Um, when. Let me see. I think when they're too needy, <laughs> is that okay to say? <laughs> and um, I guess, yeah, when it's going too quickly, too fast. Hmm. 
Okay, um, and I guess contestant number one, why don't you tell me what your biggest pet peeve is? I can't be with anyone who doesn't have um, their own thing going on. They have to, we have to meet in the middle in a way. So I guess independence, which is a word that we're throwing around a lot here, but somebody that will maybe go away for two months so that I can miss them. Um, and then come <laughs> Were back. Were you the one that had like all, all the girls you like uh, move away? No, that was me? number three. No, no, no. no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> that would not be me. Um, all right, contestant number two, why don't you give me a, a deal breaker in a relationship? A deal breaker? Um, jealousy. I, I don't deal well with jealousy at all. Mm, I like that question. Contestant number one, what's your deal breaker? Lying. And number three, same question. Um... Lack of communication, not being able to talk, and I have to read their body language, read the silences, read them to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, all right, let's see here. Um, I got a question. Um, <laughs> okay, so I walked up here blindfolded. I didn't see you guys. You saw me. Um, contestant number one, tell me the first thing you thought about me. Hmm. Actually, what I noticed right away were your ears, your earrings, <laughs> and your hair. So, I, I yeah, it was as straightforward as that. Okay. Uh, contestant number two, same question. Oh, I'm the hairdresser. It was totally the hair. Nice. Uh, and <laughs> contestant number three, same question. Your pants. My pants. Legs. What do you think of my pants? <laughs> um, you have style. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, alrighty. So, uh... How about um, contestant number two? Do you think my mom would approve of you? Hell no. And why is that? Um, I don't know. Moms don't like me very much. I think mostly from physical attributes, though, not from personality. Like, they look at me and they get nervous. But then they once they get to know me, they're like, you know, they, they actually will confide in me and be like, you know, I didn't think you were going to be that great, but now I really like you. Wow, that's 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 really intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and contestant number one, would my mom approve of you? I have to say, I'm going to be a little more boring in that answer, but yes, um, I am an only child. It comes from kind of a you know, small family, so I tend to get very close with people from in their families very quickly because I just love people and large families. I tend to kind of. Um, be attracted to that. So yeah, moms typically like me because I am very friendly and uh, I'm not, I guess I, I look I don't know, maybe I do look not absolute, okay can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> yes, your mother will love me. <laughs> wow. Um, Alright. Okay, new question. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's see here. Uh, contestant number Three. Um, if you were a car, what kind of car would you be? I would probably be a Prius because I'm very environmentally conscious and would want to be a hybrid car. Okay. Um, slightly different question. Uh, contestant number two. If you were a city other than San Francisco, which city would you be? Um, Rome. And, and why is that? Um, 
I'm sorry. Because <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I traveled in Rome when I was living in London, and it was, it was fabulous. <laughs> I just enjoyed every... The people there were amazing. Great. And uh, contestant number one, if you were a type of music, what music would you be? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, I would have to say jazz. It's not my favorite kind of music, but it's actually kind of the most random it can be and complicated and unpredictable. Okay. Um... Let's see here. Uh, contestant number two. Uh, do you kiss on the first date? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> my mom wouldn't approve of that. Assumptions. Your mom wouldn't approve of kissing on the first date? Oh, she's going to hate me. I was right about that other question. Um, yes, I kiss on the first date. Okay. Um, and contestant number three. Um, where is your favorite place to be kissed? The fa- my favorite place to be kissed would be on my neck because I'm super ticklish and even getting butterfly kisses um, is ticklish and it would be fun and make me giggle and laughing and kissing is a perfect thing to do on a date. Okay. Um, And contestant number one, if you wanted to uh, kiss me, where would you kiss me? Mm. I like kissing in the middle of the back. But not on the first date. Okay, let's get that straight. That would be really weird. <laughs> Are we talking first date or down the line? <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, just a couple more questions. I better make them good. Um, oh, contestant number three. Uh, what's your favorite sin of the seven sins? I don't... Th- know all the seven sins but um i guess one is there a sin for eating gluttony <laughs> gluttony. <laughs> gluttony okay <laughs> yeah that would be that would be it um i like the smell of food i like the texture of food i would swim in food if i could <laughs> wow. when it's my favorite food seriously wow I, I okay like food. can i ask a follow-up question if you swam in any food <laughs> what would you swim in um, say macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't say mayonnaise. Number two. No. no. <laughs> um, I'm kind of thinking right now some Thai food curry with coconut. That would be really cool. But right, my wow. current favorite right now is fish tacos from Weird Fish. But I don't want to swim in weird in fish tacos. Wow. Okay. I don't um, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, oh, I like that question. Uh, number two. Will you give me your uh, favorite sin? My fa- oh, last obviously. Mm. <laughs> no explanation necessary. You can't right. ask me that now because the two good ones are gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, then. Uh, contestant number one, um, would you call yourself a top or a bottom? Oh, neither. No, no categories? Not. No, right. I, I'm in the middle. I, it, it depends. Lately, I've been a little bit more of a top, but that's not what people would think. Hmm. All right. Um, okay. So I guess last question. Um, contestant number one, why should I pick you? Because we would have a lot of fun and it's worth taking a chance. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I'll just stay with that. 
It's fine. Might. <laughs> okay. Um, then contestant number two. Why should I pick you? Because I think we could have rockin' adventures. Like, even if it didn't work out romantically, I can guarantee we'd have an awesome time. Okay. And contestant number three. Same question. Why should I pick you? Um. So you can hold on to my hips. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Those burning hips. Seriously. Yes, <laughs> I hear they're solid. Um. <laughs> Well, we swim in um, fish tacos. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See, talk about adventure. Um, you should pick me because we would definitely have fun just creating, exploring the city. Um, we'd have a good time. Good for sure. Stuff. All right. All right. So I want to give you guys a chance now to turn it around on Ace. I and didn't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> you get to each ask her one question, whatever question you want. And uh, contestant number one, go ahead. I'm just going to pull from from something we've all been looking at. But what is your dream job? What is my dream job? Mm-hmm. Um my dream job, I think, actually would be to be a travel writer. So to get paid to um, go around the world on somebody else's dollar and uh, take uh, take pictures and just go. Thank you. Contestant number two. Um, what would you want to do on our first date? What would I want to do? Um... The, the PG version. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a pretty active person. I uh, would maybe want to do something uh, a little adventurous, um, something different, something that involves food. I like I like gluttony also. Um, and then, I don't know, uh, maybe just relax afterwards because we'd be worn out from the day. Very nice. Contestant number three. Tell me or tell us something that would surprise us if we knew something about you. Something that would surprise you about me. Um, oh, you stumped me. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's harder than it looks, huh? It is. Um, it's like the worst job interview and dating profile ever. <laughs> Combined. Um, something surprising about me would be that I I have a cat. That's all I can think of. But I'm a lesbian, so that's not very surprising at all. Um, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. Um, Dig deep, please. I'm blushing right now. Is that surprising? Would you guys have imagined that? I'm drinking also, so I tend to blush and drink at the same time. Or drink and yeah. Anyways. <laughs> all Are right. you surprised I can't answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's about all we need to know. Um, <laughs> so we're going to give you a minute, Ace, and you can let us know. You're actually going to let us know here who you're going to pick, but we're not going to let the audience know. We're not going to let you guys know until next week. All right. Thanks for that, ladies. That was very entertaining. Um So, Ace, you're going to have a minute to figure out who you want to choose. And while you're doing that, um, I recommend that you guys log on to thelesbianpodcast.com and let us know who you think Ace should pick. And if your vote matches Ace's selection, then date is on us at Minx in San Francisco. 
Um, all right. All right. Well, that was really fun. Um, want to give a big thanks to Joelle for hosting You Haul It and Minx for sponsoring it and providing for the date. And remember to vote on our website, www.thelesbianpodcast.com. We're going to be looking for one winner chosen at random of the people that vote that we're going to give a free t-shirt to. So be sure to fill out all the information correctly so we know where to send it. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you?